Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy, hey everybody. And uh, we we got a we got a movie today. Mm-hmm. Got a I don't even have an opening bit. This this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's no God uh, damn you for picking this. Well, we needed. To, <laughs> I decided that we needed to find God. Yeah, what does he need with a starship? What does God need with a podcast? What does he need? What does he need to be in a Star Trek movie for? Oh, yeah. Right? These are all ever-present questions of uh, it, Star Trek V: The Final Frontier, directed by Bill Shatner himself. Mm-hmm. He was. He like, also had a hand in the script. Mm-hmm. He Shatnered that one out. <laughs> yeah. In 1989. Yep. And it's a movie that almost killed the franchise. And oh God, yeah! When you look at it, it's like they made it on thirty-three million dollars, and it made sixty-three million dollars. Like, That's look how than bad some. of a drop. Well, look at the drop off yeah. from the last one. People love those fucking whales. People the, did George not and love Gracie God. Our beloved Star Trek characters, yeah. much more than Cybok. Yeah, which is a which like is a, a shame because Cybok has like way more personality than George and Gracie. Not pregnant. Nah. Doesn't have a mad whale scientist following him around at his every waking hour. Yeah. Isn't hunted by whalers. I mean, we don't know that. He might be, but... Whalers on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't like this. <laughs> and no. Nobody... I think it's fair to say nobody like Nobody likes this, you know? This is uh But that's here's the thing it's like it's this a is just bad medicine. it's a bad movie but I don't it, it's it's not unwatchably bad it's a watchably no. bad movie No it is it is bad but it's kind of like a car crash Yeah where you're just like I don't what the fuck happened And I will say I know normally I could reserve kind of the judgment to the end um I, there's potential for stuff that's good. I think that William Shatner is not a good director. No. Um, you just can't direct. Um, and it, the, there's a the... lot of times where it feels like it's a bad stage play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, there are good moments between the, the good interactions between uh, the crew, as always, you know, between the three main leads. Because they have that camaraderie over all these, you know, years. Uh, but they have fuck all for everyone else to do. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, fucking nothing. Uh, I will say this does have like I I love that McCoy scene that we'll get to later. I think mm. that is very very well done. Um, I think Cybok is has the potential to be a lot cooler. Oh yeah, and I wish like I. I really wish Lawrence Lukenbill would have been in more stuff because he makes it watchable. Like mm-hmm. he is genuinely a magnetic performance that I was really like, he's great. I, more him, more him just saying he's, stuff and doing things. I'll watch that. Less of everything else. <laughs> he's the best villain that we've had since Khan. Uh, but yeah. that's really stupid because I, there's not any other villains besides Christopher Klingon. That's true too. That's He's true beating too. Chris Klingon. That's he is, but I don't know. I think it's still a fair assessment because he's 
I don't know. I find his performance genuinely memorable. He is the best part of this movie. And in a way, like, I don't know. I can, I like his motivations. Like, you could do, like, Cyborg, Spock's brother, the religious zealot, you know? I, yeah, but, and I mean, it's a it's a theme that gets used a lot, where mm-hmm. it's just like, here's our cold, logical yeah. protagonist. Here's his wacky, emo- overly emotional, well, e- I think evil would, brother. I think it, all a lore. Well, I don't even know, like, if, if he did it well, he wouldn't even yeah. necessarily need to be evil, but he just, like, oh, he's, like the reason why Vulcans are super fucking uptight and logical and happy to have people touch their face all the time, you know? Yeah. Like if you were to, like there was so much wasted potential for that actor and that kind of idea. He doesn't even need to be Spock's brother necessarily, but no. And like, it's kind of a wasted moot point that they don't (laughs) do anything with. And he doesn't feel anything about it later. He He just says something like, I lost a brother. And Spock's yeah. like, uh, we'll get to it, but... Oh, we're, we're going to get to... This is the... Of all of the films that we have talked about, this is the one that I have wrote the most notes about. Oh, Because there's cool. the most shit <laughs> that I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck okay. was that? Now, that's interesting Why is there a three-tittied like... cat stripper? <laughs> I asked the same question. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we? It's why are so vitally many... important that she has three tits. <laughs> Total Recall had a three-tittied woman in this bar. By God, we need a three-tittied woman. Lights, camera, action. This is fucking awesome. Uh... Uh, I'm also gonna have to yeet her into a floating swim at a floating pool table. I because. <laughs> Oh, just just God. fucking chuck her. Just chuck the three-tittied cat stripper into the pool. The <laughs> pool table that's full of water. Oh, my God. It's a fucking pun. It's a visual pun. Yeah. I am a writer. I, you see, uh, my creative genius knows no bounds. It's all about imagery. Creative. Oh. And I think he we goes on We could do the box write, office uh, game, but this doesn't fucking do anything in the box well, office. Well, did it. Yeah. Freddy, not Freddy Dunn. Yeah, not we Freddy, did. Not, oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, it wasn't on here at all. Yeah. <laughs> but we played it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, let's just, let's just fucking do it. Yeah. Let's just fucking... We start on Nimbus 3, which is the name of a Harry Potter broom. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's like Nimbus Three is a big fucking desert that's not at all the Mojave. No, but, it's uh, not at all. Not all on Earth. Nowhere. It's and nowhere uh, on Earth. We find our our one of our dudes here who never gets a name and has no teeth and is <laughs> well, digging has, holes like he he's has... at a fucking summer camp with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> This is going to be a good time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's just digging holes there for fuck all reason. It's like he's in he's like in the Mojave Wasteland. It reminded me of Fallout. And he's just digging holes, and he's just... And, uh, he's moisture farming, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> no, he's not. He's just digging holes. <laughs> we, oh, that's what. That's the first part of moisture farming. You... I mean, First you we'd get ask a hole, it. Then you get moisture. Yeah, that's 
You know, how did the fuck did Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen even sell moisture for money? Like, they've, the spacefaring society. How does... Fuck it. No, we can't get... Don't worry that's about later. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's he's the guy that looks like he, he's the from the hills have eyes, like the OG would. Oh, yeah, and, he does. Uh, he's not as big, he, though. He's just he's just a frail dude. And often... The no, distance, that guy... Huh? That guy, the OG Pills Have Eyes guy, was in the last movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, he was on the command back at oh, Starfleet. Yeah. Well, he's a—I I don't know his name, but he's, he's in a lot t- of shit. He's in a ton of stuff. He's one of those. He's another one of those that guy actors. He's great. Yeah, um, he is great. And uh, along comes a lone rider, and he says, "Come and see." And he's riding a probably purple horse. <laughs> I don't know. Some I don't... of them were blue, and I was like, Some "Are they them... supposed to be normal horses or it's alien? a space horse? <laughs> space horse? Look at my space that's the horse of a different color that I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's from out of space. <laughs> Can ride the cosmos it's from star to star. Uh, yeah, this is uh, we'll we'll find out that his uh his name is Cybok, and uh, for whatever reason, this guy just like, oh fuck, a guy on a horse, and he pulls out his gun and he drops his marbles. He lost his marbles. <laughs> yeah, I lost the marbles. I guess, I guess his marbles are his ammunition, and he's yeah. just like, I'm gonna shoot you, guy on the horse, to defend my holes. And uh, yeah, the, these is my holes. <laughs> these are these are my holes that I done here, Doug. And he, uh, the guy on the horse, gets down. And he's like, don't worry, I don't give a fuck about any of this. Uh, just, just uh, you have a hidden pain mm-hmm. deep down. Give me your pain. Share it with me. Become stronger with the sharing. Yeah. Like, favorite, subscribe. <laughs> Share your pain in the comment section. Uh, and the guy's like, I always hated digging holes. And he cries and cries. And then he gets weeps. stronger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look how much stronger you are. <laughs> like, I mean, though, this is we find out that this is what he does. Mm-hmm. Like, he can make... I, they're not hallucinations because other people can fucking see them. Yeah. And apparently everybody can just see like this hidden pain in like a weird um, mind. I, well, meld. I don't even know if that was like supposed to be like, I don't know. I don't know. So many questions. It's Soul so Shatner. fucking weird and not like not it just good weird happens. Yeah. It just circumstantial it just weird. The worst kind of it, weird circumstantial weird. Yeah. It's just shit that just fucking happens because and like, at like, no point can vulcans do that no and i didn't know i don't know if that was and i was about to say i didn't know if it was just artistic license for that scene but then it was like no because they obviously are all watching it so are vulcans like that level is he just is that what he can do he's just that level of telepathic and i don't i don't know so many questions anyway uh it just raises too many questions yeah it's so many questions edward he uh yeah, pulls, the guy gets takes down his hood. The the guy who came in on the horse, and the bald guy is like, "You're a Vulcan," and, and they laugh, and laugh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like, laugh. He's like, "It's no like a shit, real gong. fucking hootenanny." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "It's a knee, real knee slapper," and, and it's like, "I need your, I need your help. Together, we're gonna take on public television." Because, like, yeah, he also <laughs> says that the power was within you the whole time. Like he's fucking Dumbo. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember so. reading somewhere Bill Shatner got the idea for this from just flipping uh, the channels one night and, you know, coming on to one of those televangelist TV channels and being fucking disgusted with it. So he wanted to do, do something that, like, critiqued or played with that whole I idea. I get it. And I, I get that, too. 
it's just it doesn't need to be a start. Just write that. He he's written like four hundred books. Just write it into a book, Bill. He hadn't started yeah, doing that it yet. Could be but Tech War Two. Yeah. Or right before you bail out uh, Brett the Hitman Hart on Monday Night Raw, it could yeah. be something like that. Yeah. There's our obligatory wrestling reference. We can check that bang, off bang, the list. Uh, what's funny is I'm wearing a Brett the Hitman Hart shirt right now. Nice. Nice. Um, but yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, I can get it. Because, like, Cybok is a real. I, I said he was evil. He's not. I wouldn't evil. call him evil, no. Misguided would he's... be a good word for it. In a in a better movie, mm-hmm. he would be a very complex, interesting villain. Yeah, played like like that's the thing too. Again, I already said it. Lawrence Lukenbill just makes him what a a preacher of that kind should be: really magnetic, really charming. He mm-hmm. has that fatherly uh, kind of cult warmth. leader. Yeah, like a perfect kind of well, a perfect televangelist essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, because what Cybok's doing, he's he's rounding up people to be a part of his. Uh, they call him a terrorist group. Yeah, but it's yeah. like the Galactic Army of Light. Yeah, that's what they call them. Mm-hmm. So a terrorist group. Yeah, there's like twenty people in it. It's one hell of an it army. Seems like bigger than twenty people, actually. Yeah, I get, but they're all people that fit into the shuttle. Well, no, like, because when they assault uh, Paradise City, that's, like, an army. Yeah, and then the rest of them, like, there's only, like, three people that go into the shuttle. Well, yeah, but they're all still, like, part of the thing. Yeah, and uh, we'll get to we'll get to Paradise City here in a minute. We got our, our opening title sequence, which I thought was uh, kind of standard. We got a just normal, you know, in front of the, in front of the stars. Boom. Mercifully quick. If I gotta give this movie credit for one thing, at least it's only an hour and 40 minutes. No shit, right? And it does move at the pace of an hour and 49 minutes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to Yosemite. Um, <laughs> yep. It's a national park in California, and we, we get introduced to a climber right up the gooch. We just start <laughs> right up the gooch shed. <laughs> Are you enjoying the view? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I really needed to see Kirk's taint. That was really, gosh, that was the one thing that all the other movies were missing. Bones, I need yeah. to make sure the audience gets right up in them guts. <laughs> like, and he's climbing for a while, and I mean, he's like, uh, it's mission like incredible. Less- it's fucking yeah, it crazy. Is. I, I was like, it's Mission Impossible Two, <laughs> steal from Star Trek fucking five. Uh, we didn't know, we didn't know it, but yes, yes, it did. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, yeah, he's climbing, and uh, yeah, and you could definitely tell that there's like a stunt actor, and then Kirk, because like Kirk gains like fifteen pounds in that cut. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and. Uh, the Spock just fl- flies up and like uh, basically just gives him a whole bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. As Bones watches in the fucking binoculars, he has nothing else to do with his days well, at Yosemite. Yeah, it, and my thing at first was like, just going off of the last one, the whale movie, why are we here? They wanted to get the fuck away from the Earth. Why are we back here? And that we find out Shore leave. Yeah, they're on shore leave because it turns out the Federation 
built the M Enterprise as a bucket of bolts. So their uh, their their initial trip was like five minutes, and then everything had to be shut down. Yeah, this apparently takes place like weeks. two weeks, like two weeks after the last one, I guess. Yeah, as it turns out, like all of these movies are in a pretty since... short time span when you actually yeah. think about it. When you break it down, like all of these happen within like a year, year and a half, maybe two, thereabouts. Yeah. Well, because we know there's a three month time span in between three and four. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, like, yeah, it seems like they're, like, go one right after another. Mm -hmm. Like, this has just all been happening. So, huh. But yeah, Bones is just sitting there in his fucking viewfinder that looks like a fucking viewfinder. Mm -hmm. Like, like he can pull up different slides of, like, national landmarks and shit. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, look, Mount Rushmore. What the fuck is Jim doing? Ah, Jim, you're gonna put me in an early grave, and I'm just like, "What are you? Why? Mm -hmm. Weird." Uh, but yeah, Spock comes up and just like on his hover boots. There's jet boots, mm -hmm. like he's Star Lord. <laughs> Spock is Star Lord, and he flies up and uh, just talks a whole bunch of shit, and like doesn't understand why you'd want to climb a perfectly good mountain. <laughs> yeah, it's logical that you would want to climb to the top, Captain. But Bones, it's right there. You just gotta Spock. live in the moment and get up in that gooch. <laughs> How else will they see these tremendous gooch shots? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they... Uh, eventually, because Spock is just fucking talking so much smack about how, like, nah, the record for this won't be broken anytime soon, mm -hmm. or it's, like, safe... Kirk slips and falls in a very poorly done effects shot. Oh, yes. It looks like 1960s Batman. And uh, Spock inverts on his jet boots and catches him. <laughs> yeah, and then Clark is like, you've got me. Who's got you? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and they both fall down Looney Tunes style. <laughs> this movie has some very weird tones. Because the humor, like at some points they like yuck it up. Mm -hmm. And then... Like, it tries to switch to being completely serious, and it just doesn't work. No. It's not consistent at all. And also, just some of the bits, quote-unquote. <sighs> yeah, Oof is right. Oof is right. But enough of that shit. We'll return to their th like our fucking wacky uh, comedy that we have here. Our, yeah, the camping trip. Like, our shitty camping trip sitcom. Cause also this movie, especially like there, like the, those shots, it, the lighting and everything, it feels flat. It feels like a TV show mm -hmm. because it doesn't have any dramatic shadows or anything. And the direction often comes off very wooden, um, and just kind of good enough. What the and fuck like, are you trying to say? Oh, it feels like you community the theater, the directorial debut of, JTK. Yeah. Um, so anyway, let's go to Paradise City where the grass is uh, non-existent. <laughs> yeah. And the girls are a three-titty stripper. <laughs> three-titty cat lady. Granny Goodness, who appears to be behind the bar. Yeah. As... What? This is... Uh... And it's in the neutral zone. 
Again, we're not. I told you the neutral zone was uh, fucking rad. It's fucking look at the look at the three titted <laughs> cat lady. This place is fucking radical. Woo, three titted cat stripper. And look, David Warner's here. He looks like he does cocaine and hasn't showered in months. Oh yeah, he's. It's just him and a Klingon who's just hard drinking, and they're both. <laughs> Like knocking back shots in the middle of the bar slash community center. slash city hall. Yeah, this is this is where we do our diplomacy. Obviously, and it turns out that the lady we've been following through the bar is the Romulan ambassador. So we have a Romulan ambassador, Federation ambassador, and a Klingon ambassador. And once again, as has happened so many times throughout the original series, uh, they the great powers of the galaxy of the alpha quadrant share fucking a planet and see how it goes and shit goes awry except well and they they just decide like this desert is gonna be neutral and they're gonna have no weapons Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be fucking uh, dope and it turned out to totally not be dope yeah it's only exports it imports a lot of booze Mm -hmm. and uh that's it (laughs) exports nothing good Sand, mm-hmm. holes, holes. We export holes. <laughs> <laughs> we can just, we survive. We provide the entire federation with all the holes they could ever want, <laughs> and they don't want them. It's the business is bad. Yeah, uh, business is yeah, not so, booming. Uh, yes, all these diplomats uh, are basically talking exposition at one another because David Warner, fantastic actor, mm-hmm. wasted. In this whole fucking movie, like, oh yeah, gosh, I hope he got paid really well. I hope he is... was wasted throughout this whole fucking movie because that would make it so much better. Yeah, he's with the, uh, well, I forget the general's name. I did not write Cord. it down. Cord, 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 It's Cord, a big drunken Klingon. He's got the juice. <laughs> yeah, and before McCoy gave him the beans. They did. Mm-hmm. We got. Oh no, we haven't got to the beans oh, yeah, yet. Oh that's right. Okay, I reserved the beans. I, I wrote it down because I said I actually have in my notes. Bones gives them the I beans. I did too. <laughs> yeah, we we don't have it yet because yeah we um, we still got more stuff in Paradise City. Yeah, uh, so they yeah. the Federation set this up twenty years ago. It's peace among the planets, and we filled it up full of new settlers who were the dregs of our prisons. So it's Australia. Basically. Yeah, it's Space Australia. Mm-hmm. And they can't, weapons are not allowed, so they just decided to make their own. Mm-hmm. As we could tell by uh, fucking Gollum earlier in his pebble gun. Yeah, his, uh, his marbles. Toothless aggression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the bar set. I will say that. Uh, sure. It has a visual gag of a pool table that's filled with water that I just now got. Mm-hmm just a little bit ago it has a three-tittied cat stripper <laughs> and it generally just appears to be like the salty splatoon in space it's like uh you know he saw that uh, bill saw that uh, scene there in the star wars with the what's the planet tatooine yeah, yeah that's most Eisley. let's just take that yeah. except it's lit, filled with less people it's even more sad because the bar is like and there's, there's like no five music. people in it there's, There's and, no music. And it looks like they're just playing reruns of the like Star Trek version of The Tonight Show. Yeah, well, it's uh, <laughs> like, you can invest in Paradise City mm-hmm. or 
Get more land. Yeah, but it just the way get it all the holes his, you want. Come and dig all all the holes you could possibly fucking handle. Uh, no, it looked and, like fucking. It just looked like the Night Show. I know what he was saying, but it looked like the Night Show weirdly. Yeah, and uh, I I don't even know if that three titted stripper worked there because like there's just three guys and oh, no, she was she just was on the, the bar she dancing. She was the minister of finance. Yeah, that's she, she's the. Uh, yeah, she works in the treasury. <laughs> yeah, it it definitely has the the vibe of going to a twenty four hour strip joint at eleven a.m. of just like oh, ooh. yeah. Well, and I don't as know. As we all have done, like it's it's almost like this is the place where uh, fucking Bud worked and Kill Bill Volume Two, just in space, mm-hmm. or just still in Nevada. Yeah, this could technically be what Nevada is like on, on, <laughs> Any this, given on actual day. Earth. Yeah, yeah, three tittied cat stripper and all. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, man, but yes, the uh, as this is happening, uh, Cybok and the the Ministry of Army of Light and Peace and Love uh, capture uh, the three diplomats, mm-hmm. and this is our 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 main thing because he wants he wants a ship. Because he's going to find God. He was hiding all along. Mm-hmm. We're, we're revealing his plot a little early, but I'm going to be honest with you. This whole thing sucks. <laughs> so. Well, there's no, point, there's no point to like, oh, let's not. Yeah. He's looking for. He's he's solved it. The, all the. Every he's, race, every culture across, uh, you know, the known universe, all is the same concept. You know, Eden, uh Vor Vorta or Vortavor, uh, and the Klingons got one, and Andorians, you know, Eden. It's unpronounceable. Yeah, yeah for the Andorians, it's... yeah. And it's where God is. It's behind the Great Barrier Reef at the center of the galaxy. Yeah, and uh, no ship can pass through the Great Barrier, except all of the ships can pass through the Great yeah. Barrier. It's pretty fucking easy. Yeah, you just pass through it. It's not even a difficult thing to do. Like, no, it seems... Actually, fairly true. He trivial, could have done but... it with anything. I think there was no qualifiers on what kind of ship. He just needed a ship. How did Cybok get there? Well, you see, why there? He had a ship, but he wanted a better ship. You know, and like, am I to believe that no ships come to Nimbus well, Three? Well, no, that's what How Gollum the... says. Gollum says there are no ships on Nimbus Three. How did the Romulan lady get there? <laughs> there are she no just ships fucking... on Nimbus 3. <laughs> she just fucking apparated in there? Yeah, she materialized. Like, they just believed hard enough in a Romulan diplomat, <laughs> and then she appeared. Well, yeah. They'd... Well, I hear, theoretically, there could have been a ship overhead. It just teleported her down and then fucked right off. Yeah, I mean, how are they getting all the booze for Korg? They got a ship overhead that teleports stuff down and fucks right off. No one wants to land on Nimbus 3, because then you got to deal with fucking Gollum, who's like, There are no ships on Nimbus 3. There are no toothbrushes on (laughs) Nimbus 3. (laughs) I filed my teeth down to better dig. Ah. Yeah, they're like little nubbins. They are. Yeah. There are no teeth on Nimbus 3. <laughs> there are no dental practices on Nimbus 3. 
What I'm trying to say is Nimbus 3 is lacking in a lot of the things that other planets have. Nimbus 3 is not a good place. Yeah, so... Yeah, man, Cybok comes in on his, on his fucking horse of a different color. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and captures the three diplomats, and they're all like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> no, they're like, why, are, I, why is there an army attacking us? This is only a planet of brigands, renegades, uh, psychopaths, and maniacs. Australia. Yeah, yeah. Why are you attacking <laughs> Paradise City? And like, yeah, uh, I, I want there to be a spaceship. It's all a ruse. Mm -hmm. All of this and a lot of other stuff is so brilliantly crafted to get rid of all of the, oh, outs mm -hmm. that you'd need. It's all, you know, contrived is a word that you could use to describe it. Um, Which you should. There's a lot of th you should, because there's a lot of fucking things yeah. that are like, oh, the teleporter's broken. And uh, so they can't teleport, and they have a shoestring crew, so that's why they can't stop. I was stop. thinking about that. Every fucking time we take this goddamn Enterprise anywhere, it's always a shoestring crew of just these legendary heroes of the Federation. Who and, always oh, get the... And, and here's the thing, and we're going to get to it, but this is what pisses me off, because what made me think about it. They... Of all the ships, oh yeah, we could send the fucking Excelsior. Oh no, we're gonna send the bucket of bolts fucking Enterprise. Well, but the bucket of bolts Enterprise has James T. Kirk, and a lot of the times this script you can tell was written by Bill Shatner because it has so many different things where like Kirk is awesome. Yeah, if he doesn't get a girl, weirdly. No, no, he does not. Which would have ticked all the boxes. It would have, yeah, but like. Uh, hero shot where I'm climbing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I get to rebuff the the bad guy just God. because I'm that awesome. I get to tell yeah, off God. I, I get to tell off God. You know, all the all the normal things. Everybody just asks where I am if I'm not in the room mm -hmm. at any given point in time. Everybody is always hoping to know where JTK is partying. So. Uh, yeah. Also, I noticed we've reused some shots here. I did too. Uh, this was the first. This is the first one. I was like, they fucking stole that shot from Fuller yep. of them revealing the Enterprise. It's the same fucking shot. Exactly the same. And I like that was the only one I've noticed thus far, but I'm sure there were more. Probably, yeah. But that was the most like blatant because just watched it. Yeah, I was like, I did this, man. You you didn't think I'd know, but I fucking knew. And I got you. You can't see a thing. I got you. It took me 33 years, but I got you, you son of a bitch. Um, oh, yeah, and also Ahura and Scotty are, are yeah, dating? Yeah, I didn't know that was ever a thing, but that's a yeah, thing. Yeah, that just happened. Yeah, it does just happen because it's revealed all of a sudden. Yeah, it's like. You know, I mean, I suppose, like, they literally only spend time with each other. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised more of them aren't, you know, hooking up, but sure. Well, and also, like, none of them have, like, they are just all married to their job. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, They, they have don't... no families. And anytime they try to get fucking away from that ship, they get pulled back in by fucking James T. Kirk and his want to relive the glory days. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, this is a nightmare. You, shut up. 
being around me is <laughs> glorious. Yeah, and like they don't even get like I understand like be having work friends or whatever, but like I don't spend my vacations well, with my work listen, friends. Devin, they aren't work friends. They're a family. Family. Yeah, they drink Corotas and race cars. And shit. <laughs> yeah, and you know, stop and fight God. Normal. You know, average stuff. Uh, but yeah, Hura brings dinner for Scotty because, like, the whole ship is just in tatters. Yeah, this fucking thing, it's barely holding together. I don't even know why they let us pick it. We should have got well, the Excelsior. Probably because uh, that ship didn't exist three fucking months ago <laughs> when you got it, so they probably built it in three fucking months. I don't care. You give you you give somebody <laughs> something. You give it to them in a pretty decent condition. You give it to them in a half-ass state. That just means I don't care about you. Well, and I also don't like. I don't understand. Is this a new ship? Did they just rename the ship? I because it looked like it was pretty badass when it fucking like yeah. looked new and all well, that. I mean, it looks yeah. the same. I mean, it new-ish, new enough, I guess. Is that a refurb? Did they just pick the pieces back together from the blown up Genesis no, planet? No, you know what they did. They fucking slingshotted around the sun to get an old version back. Oh, there you, there go. you go. Yeah. That way, it's always the Enterprise. Hmm. That yeah. ship, it's and, its uh, own grandpa now. <laughs> yeah, this this ship is uh, held together. It's balsa wood and duct tape. <laughs> yeah. None of the features work. The red alert goes off and a sound that sounds kind of like a remix. Mm-hmm. Red alert. The Stardate fucking book, which was cool. I didn't know that was the thing. I thought that was actually, actually a log book. Yeah, I thought that was actually really cool. Uh, that doesn't work. I don't know why that doesn't work. It looks like it, why wouldn't that? It work? looks like it it's runs just... on itself, like independent of. It's... Is that tied to the ship? Evidently, did they just give them? Is did they buy the ship off of Wish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this, this ship is a hand-me-down of a hand-me-down of a hand-me-down that we got from a junkyard. This is a... Yeah, this is the Alibaba Express. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starship Enterprise. Yeah, man. So, everything that could be good is not good. And it has, like, no one in it except for, like... I see two other crew people mm-hmm. in the whole movie there's like there's some yeah uh, but it's real bare, like it's just the main people essentially with as as many additions as necessary because on 33 million dollars that's not a lot of money to make a movie with uh, yeah i suppose can't you can't put bodies into starship uniforms uh any other time i'm getting the sense though that the starships are pretty easy to fly they're built to fly, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, it'd be weird if they were built to swim. Hey, Nicki Minaj was on to something. <laughs> um, yeah, meanwhile, uh, Sulu and Chekhov are lost. They also decided to go camping yeah. with one another. I I guess in the same national park. I don't know why they didn't just pal with Kurt. I don't know. Uh, I got the sense that they were in Yosemite. So, yeah. And they're more time in Yosemite, huh? And oh, yeah. yeah, they're 
And they try lying to Uhura because it's like, Shore Leave's canceled. We got to go save yeah. these diplomats if, on a we, butthole planet. Yeah, if we tell them we get lost, we'll never hear the end of it. Why? Why would, of all the... God. Sulu, you aren't a navigator. Yeah. You're just the pilot, dude. Yeah. Also, you're in the national fucking fort. Uh, fuck it. So they get transported out of there. Yeah. Well, they tried lying to Uhura and saying there was a blizzard. Yeah. And... There's hu- lots of wind blowing. Oh my god. Sulu is frozen into Popsicle. And Ahura's like, you two are in your 40s. Knock it the fuck off. <laughs> you forget that uh, futuristic technology exists like the Weather Channel. The scanning ability. We Yeah, we'll send the shuttle to pick you yeah. up. And... <laughs> Drop you off at Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> but yeah, now we get to the part where Bones gives him the beans. There we go. Now we're at the beans. And he puts bourbon in it. I, at first, though, he said he had a McCoy family recipe. It was a secret. And his dog was going to give it away. The secret family recipe. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Romulan ale in there. That's what I thought. Well, who knows what it would do to beans. Because as we know, it is very blue. Very. Oh, it is very, very strong. Very strong. And hell, hell illegal. illegal. Though we see some. Yeah. There's that big party at the end, and I was like, how do you have this much Romulan well, ale? Well, they're in the neutral zone, and the Romulan ambassador is there. She just has some on her person? Well, yeah, she ambassa opened the door to them getting Romulan ale. I suppose. Um, but yeah, they uh, they have all kinds of male bonding. You know, singing, row, row, row your boat. <laughs> drinking bourbon. Yeah, roasting marshmallows. Eating beans. <laughs> Eating beans. Marshmallows. And yeah. And Kirk said uh, he wouldn't be, he was going to be afraid uh, that uh, of dying because Spock and Bones were there, and he always knew he was going to die alone. I this is in the middle of their fun comedy. <laughs> I, I know, but there is well, it is kind of a sweet moment because he was saying, you know, I, I didn't, I knew I wasn't going to die because my friends were there, and I trusted you guys would, you know, nothing bad would happen, which I felt was a very sweet sentiment. Yeah, just said really fucking dark yeah, and in a, morose. in a very weird way. Well, I mean, as as Kirk has not brought up at all in the last two movies, his son is dead. So he really lingers on mortality. and uh, Yeah, he hasn't resolved anything. No, and he has an extraordinary prejudice towards Klingons. That, in the next which will, that will come up. <laughs> That'll come up later. Um, not here. Yeah, yeah but Kirk, you know, he's... I always knew I'd die alone. Every morning I open a drawer with a revolver and some whiskey. <laughs> and I think... The whiskey always wins, <laughs> but not before the pause. It's <laughs> <is> so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I mean, just who the fuck says that? that... <laughs> I don't want you commanding my starship anymore. <laughs> hey, man, he's been through some stuff. But yes, also, uh, yes, Spock refers to it as marshmallows because Spock in this movie is kind of dumb. He's very illogical, but not very smart. Which is weird because wasn't he playing those trivia games where they fucking grilled him and he did the fucking Voight comp test and he remembers everything, but he doesn't remember the words to row, row, row your boat or marshmallow? Well, you know how they were trying to get him to be more like a Spock that they liked? This is the kind mm. of Spock that they wanted. One who is, you know, 
essentially smart, but easily, easily dumb. He's the Big Bang Theory spy. Yeah. The one that's smarter than you, but he doesn't know anything about people, so it makes you feel better. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, they they turn in for the night. We see an owl, and then they do the fucking Walton's goodnight. Like, goodnight, John Boy. Goodnight, Kirk. Goodnight, Jim. Like, goodnight, Spock. Goodnight, Bones. <laughs> goodnight. <laughs> goodnight, Ma. Goodnight, Pa. <sighs> God. And they get into a yeah, whole and... thing about how, like, I don't know. McCoy, just McCoy just at this early stage just seems like such a dick to Spock for no reason. Like, he can't even, and doesn't except... even know how to fucking sing a goddamn song. Jesus Christ. I mean, he's just been sitting there downing fucking Kentucky <laughs> bourbon. Cooking beans. Watching. <laughs> That's all he's been doing. He's been hitting this fucking McCoy sauce uh, all night. I'm a classically trained it is, surgeon. It is a fucking jean jacket and a bandana <laughs> yeah, combo. He looks like Bruce Springsteen. He fucking he is <laughs> consistently the best dressed in all of these movies. He is though. I love McCoy. McCoy is great. Uh, if I ever get the means, I'm gonna go as a the motion picture McCoy. Oh fuck yeah! Fucking Studio sixty four McCoy. Yeah, complete with uh, baking powder on my nose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm the best damn doctor here. (laughs) You can't drag me along, that's illegal. Um, Yeah, so... Meanwhile, we get another another narrative wrinkle because we have a lame Klingon with his lame Klingon ship. Yeah, but he looks like... That is the most ridiculous looking Klingon I've ever seen in these movies so far. Like, that is. I does, yeah. Claw. Claw. He's a heavy metal, heavy rocking fucking Klingon captain. Yeah, he looks like he came, like. He looks like Slash without the hat. Yeah, Motley Crue's extra, like, member that they don't talk about, Claw. Mm -hmm. And we get, like, this long shot of him walking in, like, down a hallway. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, is this the? Am I supposed to be intimidated by this man with the deep V? <laughs> and the fucking, just the wild fucking hair, and then the no hair. He's, it's, just, oh man, it's a. That's a Klingon. That is a Klingon. That's that, all. I, that's all I can say about that. Yeah, and he's doing all kinds of important Klingon stuff, like shooting a probe. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, there's the probe. Give me manual control. I need to go for the target. Mm-hmm. This is my claw voice now. Claw's gonna be the fucking, fucking Doctor Roxo of the mm-hmm. the whole thing. Just shoot the fucking. <laughs> this is best served cold. <laughs> and he shoots shoots the probe. Uh, yeah, with uh, his buff first officer, I guess slash girlfriend. I don't know. I don't think they. I don't think they're banging. I, you never know. I don't know. They might. Hmm. Well, but, just uh, from the yeah. ending, that's what I got the assumption of. Just, uh, yeah, and he's like, oh, yeah, the shooting these probes is doesn't have any honor, <laughs> but I got to go for I gotta go for something real. Looking for the most metal death in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> for the main man. Looking for the glory. Got to find James D. Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so they're gonna be <laughs> they're gonna be around 
just floating by. <sighs> yeah, they're they are uh they are a narrative wrinkle. <sighs> yeah. I will say though, I kinda like how we'll get to it more, but I kinda like how it turned there at the end with mm-hmm. them. So eh. Yeah, they that's how the that's how the whole Berlin Wall fell, man. They they broke down communism together. <laughs> yeah. Much like Rocky ended communism. Yeah, Star Trek ended Kirk communism ended. with a teleportation save. Uh-huh. Yeah, they rolled for it. Um so yeah, they the ship barely works. They pick up everybody and they take a bed. Kirk is wearing a shirt that says go climb a rock and he puts on his coat and answers in a shitty viewfinder that doesn't work. Literally nothing works. Mm. Did they QA this thing before they gave it to them? Good God. Well, that's the thing. It was working when they took it on their oh, out of space dock and, all, and then I guess immediately was just like Kirk gave it too much beans. Too many beans. And McCoy, that's, uh, McCoy hadn't given him his beans yet. Kirk gave it his beans and it broke the fucking Gave ship. it too much beans. Broke yeah, it. Wrong kind of beans. Yeah. But yeah, the... Uh, the scrambled pornography commander. <laughs> that's his official title. His name is Bob. That's yeah. Admiral Bob says uh, that they you know explains the situation to them on Nimbus Three, the planet of galactic peace. I don't know why they uh, keep fucking it, calling it that. It's a shithole. It it is. That is too yeah. nice a title for something so fucking pathetic. But did you see anybody fighting on yes, it? Yes. No. Tons were of all people. Tons of galactic peace. <laughs> Deadwood was the city of galactic <laughs> Deadwood peace. Deadwood was the city of yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Complete with Al fucking Swearingen. Galactic Al Swearingen. I would love that. Al Swearingen's great everywhere. Exactly. I mean, yeah, Paradise City. Besides the fact that just more shit that. Shatner stole from uh, Guns N' Roses. Uh, yeah, it looks... It's a lot like Deadwood. Yeah, think of it as Deadwood in space. That's a good way to think about well, it. Deadwood's better, but yeah. Think of it as cheap cheap precursor Deadwood in space, if you have to. Well, it's almost... Well, I don't know. Now Firefly even did it better, so... Yeah. But uh, we got... Uh, the the commander there, Bob, our admiral, mm-hmm. Admiral Bob, uh, says says that yes, while there are more functioning ships in the quadrant that can do the job, none of them have a more experienced commander than James T. Kirk, and you can just hear him from the distance, <laughs> filleting all the way into space. <laughs> just <laughs> the sounds of the slurping can be heard. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Through the fucking view screen. It's uh, true. Well, Kirk, it's it's not the it's not the ship, it's the pilot. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your your body's still uh uh got skills that you're uh what the fuck is it from Top Gun? I something about I your skills know, that your body can't cash. Writing checks that you're That's body the can't one. Cash, well, they right? don't have money in this future, so it doesn't even work fucking there. Never mind. Yeah. 
To which Spock gives like a look that I can only describe as girl. <laughs> like every time they pan over to Spock and that's like his default reaction. It's just this look like he raises his eyebrows like girl. Every fucking time. That's his reaction shot. They tell him that and Spock's just like girl. <laughs> it's true. It's totally true. <laughs> <laughs> everybody uh, love me yeah so i mean you also can't take kirk to command a different ship that works no he won't leave the enterprise no he's gonna die on that ship preferably alone <laughs> he always knew he I was going always. to die alone it's, I'm, it's like odin i'm fated to die alone yeah and uh yeah he's well, no, he doesn't. He dies on a bridge. Under a bridge. Well, he dies on a bridge. He gets sucked into space by himself, so I guess he was alone. Picard was there. Fuck it. We'll talk about it later. We'll get, we'll Remember the out. fact that he dies alone. Or he says he's he going to die alone. alone. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just, uh, yeah, after he gets out, he'll go to his lonely apartment and, you know. Type in Kirk, Kirk was here on the wall, and that'll be it. Yep. He won't find the island of San Juanio at all. <laughs> okay continuing what's uh, what's suicidal <laughs> suicidal kirk you will put this island in same one oh god <laughs> so yeah oh. we get another shot here the klingons and they get a like the enterprise has been sent to to save the day and I'm like, the Enterprise, that means Kirk is there. I know I'm going to get a real fight now. How fucking rad. And, and I was like, how the fuck do they know that the Enterprise is being sent there? We got spies everywhere. <laughs> Metal spies. <laughs> Nobody ever expected Headbanger Bob to be a spy. Man. <laughs> Headbanger pops in the back, right down there. Well, he's the admiral. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe Headbanger Bob was just uh, doing Kirk's ego because he totally wants Kirk fucking dead. Exactly. He's he's so he leaked it yeah, to to Claw. He's part of the part of the Klingon Empire. Claw and the Birds of Prey is the most fucking metal band. Jim oh. or Bob, I can't see your head ridges with all the static. Yeah, just go there, and uh, we also, uh, we, we can't let you use any photon torpedoes there, buddy. We took those away, and uh, just make sure you get there. All right, bye. Peace. You're, you're just so good. Yeah. You're just too good. You're the best. You are, you are the little, Herculean exemplar that is James Tiberius Kirk. Little did he know, all he needs to do is just, you know, make sure he's alone and take care of it on his own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh we also get the hostage video 
in blue Paradise City filter, and Spock just looks at it and looks at it, and keeps and he's like, "Oh." And Kirk takes notice, and so they go into a room um, that I don't know what the fucking purpose of. This room is dedicated to the Enterprise. It's a helm's room. <laughs> it's the it has it's a, the wheel it has room. A, it has a ship's helm and an emergency communicator. Mm-hmm. You can really have a lot of scenes in it. I was like, is this Kirk's room? Maybe. Is this... Who the fuck? Well, it would fit as almost Kirk's room, given his love for antique stuff. Uh, but I, I feel like it's like the supposed to be like the, you know how, like in Enterprise, uh, Scott Cat Marcher had like the pictures of each version of the Enterprise. I felt like this was like literally the Enterprise Memorial Room. Look at the history of all the ships called Enterprise. Like an observation, yeah. Like look at the area. Look at the history of it, you know, because they got enough space. That ship doesn't do fucking anything else. Well, they barely have any crew. Well, yeah. They don't have to. They can save on crew quarters by having all kinds of fucking. Area <laughs> yeah, it's like they could have a room for all kinds of weird shit. That's because so we well, it has the has the you know the helm and then the to to boldly go plaque underneath. Yes. And so I, that's what I assumed. It was like the historical enterprise room if i had to guess there you go yeah i I thought it was kirk's room or an observation room but we get cybok's origin he is a vulcan that turned away from the vulcan tradition of logic Mm -hmm. and uh it it did his own heretical ideas and uh, wants to find the forbidden knowledge which forbidden knowledge sounded to me to be fairly illogical, mm-hmm. but whatever. I don't know. He doesn't care doesn't about matter. logic. Yeah, he's he's just a pure emotional I, well, I, Vulcan. Well, he's not even pure emotion. He's just like, I don't... I'm just gonna be, man. I'm just like... He, he normally would just be like a hippy-dippy fucking like... Hey, how you doing? Like, I'm Cyborg. That's my uptight brother Spock. You know? Yeah. He's He's the best part of the movie. He really, yeah, he, I, really he makes it watchable. I mean Yeah, he, well, especially this early part. This first part's okay. Mm-hmm. It's right after we'll get to the point and I'll mark it. Okay. But the movie fucking drags. Yeah. There's a specific part in the movie. When I'm like, oh, they've lost all fucking momentum and they have no idea where to go. They they have an idea of where they want it to end, but they don't know how to fill this middle bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and also, isn't an emotional Vulcan just a Romulan? Well, that's Romulans are much more mil- militaristic, and there is a, there is supposed to be a difference. And again, that's why they kind of waste Cybok, because they could have done something interesting with showing the. Uh, you know, that actual difference there, you know what I mean? Because there is supposed to be a yeah. difference between, like, more than just, like, you know, oh, Romulans just feel, you know, Vulcans that feel, there's supposed to be, like, more of a difference. Well, it's like the, I don't know which came first, because I'm not a Star Trek historian, mm-hmm. and I don't watch a lot of Next Gen, but it's kind of like Data and Lore, mm-hmm. where Lore is, like, the android that they decided to give like this is data. He's very logical. This is lore, which is Brett Spiner chewing the scenery. Yeah, I think 
that that's... I think data. I, I don't know. But yeah, I but next gen stuff. I'm also very spotty on. So yeah, I I know <clears throat> very little. I know Darmok at the Tanaka. Hmm. Darmok and wild. Greg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, it's great. He had his arms wide. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they decide to go with their plan. The teleporter is broken because otherwise they just teleport the hostages in mm. and out. Um, so they have to use the shuttle. Where they've been using the shuttle the whole time. There's the Galileo and the Copernicus. Their standard-looking shuttlecraft mm-hmm. that I found to be just kind of like, all right, okay. And they, they go right into the butt of the spaceship. There's the, the shuttle bay right at the butt, mm-hmm. which I thought would was the engines before, but whatever. doesn't matter. Yeah, the engines are the Not, big glowy things on the side. Yeah, but it had like an exhaust port or something. Don't think about it. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, and so they are going to land in Kirk and everybody important uh, because there's really no one else besides like three commandos and like their commando uniform is like a turtleneck mm-hmm. a tactical turtleneck a tactile neck as archer would yeah. say and i uh, at first my predictions was like oh man commandos those fucks are dead mm. that's actually what i wrote down they did not die no no cyborg doesn't kill people actually i don't think anyone dies well one guy um, dies one guy dies, but other than that, um, and I mean retroactively, yeah, so they, so another guy dies. The franchise almost dies. The franchise. Well, I was thinking of Father McCoy. Mm, yeah, that's true. Um, he's already dead. Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Retroactively. Yeah. So they land the the shuttlecraft, and then they like, oh, it's going to take us way too long because we got to outrace the Klingon ship. Because they're just gonna blow us up mm-hmm. in the neutral zone mm-hmm. outside the city of Galactic Peace. Oh yeah, top tier. Mm, yeah, best stuff uh, ever. Um, so they find some horses and they're like, "Ah, oh, we can't take these guys all on on our own. If only we had some sort of distraction." <laughs> If you watch the movie, you know why Dayton's laughing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have so many questions. One of my favorite parts of this movie, though, I laughed for five minutes. Like, as as it's happening, one of the guys who's all mesmerized just goes, Damn! <laughs> yeah so they get they find i I don't know if they've brought these along or if they sourced them some palm fronds and like a hurry get naked you're doing a fan dance you're gonna distract them so that way we can take them and and the 50 some year old uhura Yep. Nothing against older ladies. It's just, you well, know. Well, nothing, nothing against Michelle Nichols, but it's just like, <laughs> why did you guys pick that? 
Why? Yeah. Why that? If you're as I was watching it at first, I honestly thought that they had somehow found the cat lady. Okay, and my other question is, I want to know about the story that gets to that point where they're like, "Hurra, <laughs> get naked! Here's your palm fronds. You're going to distract them." <laughs> and why was that the only thing they could do? Why was that's that... the only distract? That was Plan A. <laughs> Nothing else. Well, there's literally we, there's no cut setup. Out, they cut out the like 25 minutes of like the reasons why, like all the re- all the things that had to go wrong as to why that had to be Plan A, like the teleporter's not working. Yeah, the the convoluted series yeah. of events. The phasers I mean, are set to kill. We can't kill anybody. Fuck. What else we got? I mean, you could have, if you wanted, you could have shot the girl. You have phasers. McCoy, you could have done. Bring your bomb fronts. <laughs> Jim, what are you doing? I'm getting naked. No, they these won't. are thirsty sons of bitches. <laughs> they live in a desert. <laughs> yeah, Our, Jim's plan is to thirst trap Uhura. <laughs> and 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 because Uhura is naked, and these men have apparently never seen a woman besides a three-titted stripper. Well, they weren't even there for that. But did she get thrown into the pool? Oh no, she she did. Later? I'm just saying that the, those dudes had not seen. Oh fuck! There's a lot of assumptions <laughs> that get you here. Oh man! And yeah, they're all like, "Oh, is she naked?" And she just is starts singing, and they're lady? like, and and they're just like, "Oh, let's let's go for it." And I guess Ahura's cool with it, because she's like, I always wanted a captive audience. She must be freezing, by the way. It's the desert. It's so fucking cold. And none of this makes sense. <laughs> just, so many questions. So many questions. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? Why are we... Oh, God. I need to search for God now. Oh, they have to explain to God what the fuck they were trying to do. Like, oh, man, I don't. <laughs> uh, was the job to titillate me? Because I don't feel particularly titillated. Well, were you were you part of the Galactic Army of Light fucking impeding their way to those hostages? Then you weren't supposed to be I titillated. Guess, you weren't the guy who I just so. went, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that yeah, guy they, was, he's perfect. He's <laughs> wonderful. It was Ron Simmons. <laughs> it's the desert. There's a bunch of thirsty dudes. And yeah. And then they okay, all get captured. We, we need to stop. My ribs hurt. Oh, okay. And they steal the horses. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, Hura does a fan dance and uh, does that. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, later movies will also have like stuff where it's just like, this is just to get like a chick naked because you're a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah, you know, Into Darkness has the mm-hmm. the scene that you yeah, know. the um, Carol Marcus. Yeah, 
Yeah, like there's no reason for no, her to be. Absolutely not. It's just for the fan service. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, and I think this is what the intent was. But uh, oh boy, did they miss the mark? Anyway, uh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, <we have laughs> damn. <laughs> so they steal. They put Ahura's clothes back on, and then they go. <laughs> yeah. They go fucking steal the horses, mm-hmm. and they ride into town. Uh, and they're like, shut the gates. The, the Federation's after us. And it was a blue Trojan horse attack. <laughs> yeah. And they they start firing. Anyway, they go in blasting. There's hostages. <laughs> Guns blazing. Phases, Guns. Set phasers to terminate. Set phasers to fucking nuke. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Take them all out. Uh, oh, yeah. Chekhov was also pretending to be the captain of the Enterprise to keep Cybok distracted. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand the pl- the point yeah, of that I ruse. don't understand that either, but whatever. Filler gives them something to do. Exactly. Um, and as they're attacking, they, they fight back. This is a planet that has we- no weapons. Um, so, of course, the terrorists bring out a fucking chain gun Mm -hmm. like a gatlin gun but don't worry it only shoots pebbles it shoots rocks (laughs) it's the only export of this whole planet holes and rocks yeah and it imports booze it's like a the shitty economics examples that they give you Mm -hmm. this is a country that only makes porn and butter Says, it's about it sounds like a pretty awesome place, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's an opportunity cost because if they make so much porn, they don't have time to make any butter. Uh, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Kirk goes in, believing that the bar is also the community center, as it is for most small towns. <laughs> And the city hall, let's be honest. And the city hall. Yeah. It has a neon sign. They must be keeping the prisoners in there. <laughs> Where else would you put them? He, rushed, he rushes in and gets attacked by our favorite three-tittied cat stripper, <laughs> which is a very specific thing, but she's the best at mm-hmm. it. And, yeah, she fucking jumps on his back, and Kirk... Military presses her like he's the ultimate fucking warrior and throws her across the room. <laughs> Take that. Now, you're going to never get the drop on me. <laughs> and there's like Bill Shatner typing and Kirk uses his tremendous strength <laughs> to yeet a stripper. That has to be the title of today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, write that down. <laughs> yeah. That's what fucking happens. Yeah, that is what happens. Yeah, that's true. Now I remember. Yeah. And throws her into the pool table. And then gets captured because Cybok, you see, when you share your, your, your deepest, darkest pain with Cybok, you become stronger, and you trust him and believe him, but it's not brainwashing or anything. He doesn't mind control people or anything. No, he, just he makes doesn't. You feel better because 
as as everybody shows later, they can choose to not do what he says. It's a nebulous power. It really is, is what I'm getting. Yeah. Like it's just like, man, he just makes you feel so good when he when he erases all of your pain that you just Well, I don't fuck it. I don't think he even You just betray your I don't think your he allies. even erases it. I think he like he says, you just have the strength to confront it and be cool with it, so now you can just move on. And I guess people yeah. are so elated by having their deepest, darkest, you know, whatever's absolved that they're like, yeah, fucking, we'll totally help you find God, Cybok. You know what, Cybok? You're all right. Yeah. Here, take five Cybucks, Cybok. Cybucks. Yeah. That's what we use for our currency. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he gets captured uh, because the diplomats have all shared their pain. Uh, we don't know what anybody else's pain. We only know two people's deepest, darkest pains, mm-hmm. but I really wanted to know more mm-hmm. of the pains. And if you share the pain and you post it on your wall, you become stronger. Mm-hmm. You, you hit that like button. That makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. Be sure to smash that bell. and We'll go find God together. <laughs> um, and we get our first meeting between Cybok and Spock and then Cybok's like, oh, you get another opportunity to join me and together we will find God. Yeah. This goes nowhere because Cybok eventually gets exactly what he wants. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. There's no conflict here. Um, But we do find out that uh, Cybok is Spock's Mm half-brother. We'll find that out a little later. That's very important, yeah. Uh, so they go into the shuttlecraft. Um, they all pile in. All the bull- I guess not the commandos. They get to stay in Paradise City. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cybok and the boys are going to go yeah, a shuttle of, in. Yeah, a few of Cybok's, like army of light thugs come along. And the diplomats. <clears throat> yeah. And all of the crew that were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they f- fly in. And, uh, but at this point, the Klingon cloaking, or Klingon is cloaked. They know he's there. They, they pick him up on the scanners. The scanners are the few things that work. It even detects if this, if they've gone into cloak mode and they're, it's kind of a negotiation between Cybok as they're like, listen, we got to do something here. Cause we can't, there's a tractor beam, our, our John Deere tractor beam pulls us in and then we got the shields up. And uh, if we we got to do something, we can't just do what you want to do here. And uh, he lets him in, and Kirk's like, "Give us a, a emergency landing B." Yeah, and they're like, and, "What uh, the fuck I, is that?" And and like, there that doesn't exist. And it basically means that Kirk's just gonna fly right into that son of a bitch. I'm and, uh, coming in hot. Yeah, like put the shield. They they everyone figures it out. Of course, I thought he was going to say something like, we have an intruder aboard. Mm-hmm. You know, prepare some people. Yeah, we've been through this scenario bunches of times. There probably is some sort of military shorthand, regulation, Starfleet shorthand, you know, to, uh... about how to do this. But no, um, yeah, he crash lands his shuttle in uh, something that I would consider to be... Um, 
batshit fucking bonkers given space because like imagine how fast they would have to be going and the shuttle's not that they put up a little net though yeah i thought it felt like uh i was like oh hey i know what that is because of top gun maverick yeah yay yeah um but yeah the, the shuttle crashes in and the the claw was just like, this guy's fucking brilliant. Whoa, yeah. he's so fucking rad. Because they're monitoring the communications. They're like, we're just going to shoot his shuttlecraft. We only want Kirk. Mm-hmm. Um, Claw's not. That Well, this ends basically Claw's involvement for damn near the rest of yeah, the until movie. Until the very end, pretty much. And also, uh, his uh, heavy metal punk rock fucking stylings that we're giving him are much more interesting than the fucking dude himself. Oh, yeah, he's (coughs) not very cool. We're making him sound pretty fucking rad. He's not rad. Otherwise, I'm (laughs) pretty generic. (laughs) I only show up to get rid of some sort of contrivance. Yeah. So, yeah, we get a... They they escape. They immediately go to warp uh, to anywhere but here, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, and a bit of a, of a struggle goes out between Cybok and, and Kirk and Spock gets one of the, the rock guns and it's like, Spock, shoot him, shoot him. That's an order. And he won't shoot him. And Kirk gets the most pissed at Spock <laughs> that I've ever seen him get at Spock. Ever. Yeah. So far ever. At, at anyone like, yeah. Jesus, he's just like you could have shot him, and it's a whole thing. Um, it's like even, I, I couldn't shoot him because it was my brother, yeah. and even McCoy backs him up, mm-hmm. which is so weird. That but uh, JTK is still like, I don't give a fuck. You should have shot that fucker. That was an order. I gave the code red, and uh, yeah, he is just fucking aggro. They're they're detained. And I guess Cybok goes to work with getting all of the, of making all of the crew mm-hmm. emotionally clean. Yeah, well, shared the, he, he basically does what he does to everybody else. He does it to a hurry. He does it to check off to, Sulu. To Sulu. And they're, and yeah, and it doesn't brainwash them. It doesn't control no. them, but it makes Sulu change the course to, to where that guy wants to go. And, uh, yeah. So like, I don't know. Because on the one hand, it's I, not brainwashing. It's not brainwashing. On the one hand, I can kind of like, I can wrap my head around it where they're like, oh my God, you did this super awesome thing for me. Of course, like, you're right. I'll do whatever you say. But So it's like not brainwashing because it's of their own free will, which again, that would be something that would be really cool in a better movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just nebulous. It's, yeah, it's just too nebulous. It's just too neb- neb- They're like they break, they make the rules, and then they break the rules pretty fast. So it doesn't. It's yeah. just kind of a moot point. But yeah. And I'm like, is this something that all Vulcans can do? Is this like his? Is he using the mind meld in a weird way, or is this something unique? Is this the forbidden knowledge that the Vulcans don't want you to know about? That'd be cool. Sarek hates him. Yeah. Well, just like uh, when you tap into your emotions, you can actually influence the emotions of others. That would be a neat fucking wrinkle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, but maybe it's you know they could mess with his mind or you know there's whatever. a lot of interesting yeah. wrinkles that you could add of, that really done a lot of neat season stuff. this character. Yeah. yeah, especially here in this part of the movie, 
because uh, after they warp out, this movie meanders for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it it really loses a lot of momentum right about here. Because as dumb as things like the Ahura fan dance are, and it is quite dumb, <laughs> it's not boring. No. It's confusing. <laughs> it's weird. But I wasn't bored. No. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, they have to go through a whole bunch of exposition, whereas I guess, yeah, Cybok wants to find God. He, he lays it all out, uh, that he's going to go through the Great Barrier, if the Great Space Barrier, and in the middle of the Great Space Barrier is a planet, and the middle of that planet is God. Mm-hmm. You're and fucking bananas. And Sarek dares to dream. He asks the big questions, like, what if God was one of us? Here's another Just... question. How does he know there's a planet behind Lar? He doesn't. Okay. Just yeah, You faith. know, we don't really get... Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's you, fair. You gotta have faith. Him and George Michael. Yeah. Oh, the horror. Yeah. No one's gonna He's bend. Got... Don't break me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a big like that big barrier that everyone just looked at and was like, "Man, fuck that!" <laughs> Not going through that. <laughs> you do it. No, you do it. Well, yeah, we'll just we'll just have to agree to disagree. All right, all right. So, do you want to send anything through? No, it? no. no. I thought the same I mean, thing. Can you see like, how fucking dangerous ever, that is? Yeah, like you never sent a satellite. You never sent a a, a probe. You never sent big probe through there to see what's up. Big probe. Big probe? Yeah, is Big Probe where you, it's from? Is is that is that where Vidra came? Like oh, so many things. Yeah, when we get to it, uh, it's a cool looking thing. Yeah. I could definitely see why you'd be like, "Yeah, fuck that." Mm-hmm. I ain't going through yeah. it, but I can also, you know, I know exactly what everyone's like in this universe. Why hasn't anyone decided like, "Fuck it, I'm going to go well, through yeah. it"? Yeah, I mean that seems to be they're pretty gung ho about discovery and exploration, so. Why? Uh, yeah. Mm. Also, we've never, as far as I'm aware, heard of the Great Barrier. It's a uh, a landmark that everyone's very familiar mm-hmm. with, and it they know it's kind of dangerous. Well, yeah, we don't talk about it because it is, but about yeah, it's it's just it's the Great Barrier. Yeah. All right, why do you want to talk about the Great Barrier? Yeah, don't talk about it. What are you a cop? Yeah. You fucking commie? You fucking you narc? <laughs> Yeah, but Kirk is is fucking aggro as shit inside there, and they're trying to figure out how to get out, uh, but it's escape-proof, you see, because they gave the most determined uh, and resourceful member of Starfleet uh, all of the tools available to to try to break through this brig, and they weren't able to do it. Chekhov was really mepped. Yeah. Chekhov. (laughs) God damn it, I can't get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, but I think I'm this trying. is much worse than all these nuclear whistles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the brig, by the way, is the one thing on that ship that does work. <laughs> yeah, they really made sure, just in case you capture anybody, they can't get out. We yeah, know the only thing the are. Enterprise is, the only thing the Enterprise will have in it is uh, drunks from all the Romulan ale. So we got to make sure that that brig is, uh, it's real good. Yeah. So, um, they're trying to get out. They can't do it. They hear some Morris code. Uh, Spock also, even though he's 
very clearly shown to have a very, very good memory when it comes to this hazy on Morse code. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all of them are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Scotty blows a hole through the side because he's the only one that has escaped. Um, well, I was busy working and, on all this shit for fucking Captain Coke. And then I look up and everyone's all br- Everybody's been mind fucking brainwashed. No, they're not brainwashed because that's... Oh, yeah. All right. So everybody of their own free will has just betrayed their captain for some kind of religious fanatic. Yeah. See, that's why when I'm like, it's not brainwashing. They can choose. It's like, it seems like brainwashing. It really so... seems like brainwashing from Captain, from Mr. Scott's perspective. And yeah, Scotty's got it like, okay, we, we're going to break away here. That's You got to take this long tunnel up. Uh, it has a giant ladder, and uh, while you do that, I'm going to go give myself a concussion. <laughs> Ready? Break. <laughs> and then I do. Yeah and, it, yeah, and he's like, I know a ship like the back of my hand, and he hits his head. It's so funny. It, and, like, yeah, he bonds it's, himself. it's funny. He gives himself a tremendous Because he does not wake up much from that bong. No, he, like, they put him in sickbay, and I, I hope, because, like, you know, that's being knocked out like that is really bad <laughs> that's for really you. That's really not good. Um, but yeah, they climb up uh, the Metal Gear Solid 3 ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But they've noticed that Spock has broken away. Um, they they can't, like, where, where's Spock? As they're talking, as they're like, you know, really should invest in some elevators. <laughs> yeah. And, Scotty, and, and Spock comes back with the jet boots. He only has the one pair. Yeah, they're not like standard uh, like, issue nowadays for Starfleet. Come here. Give me a big hug. <laughs> it's only logical that we use the jet boots. Uh, and they, they all just kind of hug it out, but then they fall because mm-hmm. Kirk has, has been eating way too many hamburgers. <laughs> hey, too you. Many beans. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> uh, and then they shoot right back up to the top and they escape yeah, they use the turbo boosters uh, or something yeah the, the spot give it the beans give it the and beans. they give it the beans yep, mccoy's beans finally work out so they shoot right all the way up that tunnel and they get back to the helms room that i don't know what the hell it is it has an emergency communicator they relay it in another one of the things that works in this ship mm. And uh, the Federation gives them, like, yeah, we'll be right on you. But it's a Klingon ruse. Mm -hmm. As it turns out, Lady Muscles can speak English. That's so fucking rad. Yeah. We're so treacherous. (laughs) Set a course for the third act. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to miss you, Claw. Yeah, I know. You were memorable just this once. Claw the Forgettable. Ah, that's okay. I'm sure he'll find a way to fight Black Panther or something. Mm. Or uh, Inspector oh, Gadget. Oh, I think Inspector Gadget, yeah. Um, yeah, so they um, get captured by Cybox. Cybox's like, oh, yes, I could have known you were in this one room that had no purpose. And he starts monologuing about Shangri-Li. Is that what it is? Shangri-Li. <laughs> Shakari. Oh, that's it. Shaka-Khan. <laughs> Sacramento. <laughs> he's, he's found the Vulcan planet of Sacramento. 
Um, San Juaneo. Yeah, it's like San Juaneo. <laughs> it's the Vulcan word for heaven, San Juaneo. <laughs> and I, uh, he's like, yes, yeah, so you, you've always tried to push the bounds. Columbus, uh, you know, you thought the Earth was was flat, and Columbus proved you wrong. And I was like, well, actually, Cybok, they knew the Earth was round the whole time. You would know that if you watched Carl Sagan. Yeah, or, you know, just kind of read a book. Yeah, I mean, it's not... I mean, the, you know, the ancient Greeks knew that it was round, so... They proved yeah. it. Very, like... Yeah. They solved it. I, I, there, I, it wasn't really a point of... Uh, whatever. It's No, it's... They just didn't think anything was there. Yeah. That's... Columbus just couldn't do math and lucked out. Hey. He didn't even find the place first. I... Ooh, I have a long-standing rivalry with Christopher Columbus, and I don't care that he's dead. I will dunk on him some more. Oh, that's that's fair. I have no I have no objections to your beef with Columbus. That's fine. <laughs> Motherfucker gets his own day. Yeah. I I propose that we change Christopher Columbus Day to a celebration of the famed director. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. But then we'd have to watch yeah. Harry Potter movies. Well, just the first one, mm. right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fuck that. What else has he done? I mean, he's done other stuff. Home Alone? Home Alone? Did he do Home Alone? Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, we're getting real up top. Yeah, Cybok's talking while we're talking about this. and Yeah, I again, we're all very bored. This this is We haven't got to our... We're meandering a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, come, share with me your pain. And he starts with Bowens. Mm-hmm. He's got the most. He's got the greatest pain of all. And uh, yeah, it's uh, Bones. Uh, we get to see he's in a city. Like he turns half of the room into like an ER, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it's this big hallucination that everyone can see. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get to see that Bones euthanized his father, but unfortunately, had he waited, there was a cure. Mm-hmm. Would have he did not have to. Goddamn cure. Now, I think I said earlier, like I said, I actually think this uh, this this whole bit here, the, this scene in particular with Bones and his dad and uh, Cyborg, really, really well done. I actually really, really liked it. I thought it was really mm-hmm. good. And actually, in spite of it being really boring, as he does throughout this whole fucking thing, that Lawrence Lucan build, dude, he makes it, he makes it worth watching. It's still boring, yes. but he's really good at it. He is like he makes the best it part of this yeah, movie. Yeah, he really yeah. does make it like he does elevate it. So yeah, credit no, it, where credits due. Yeah, full stop. If he wasn't in this movie, it would, it would be almost worse. unbearable. Yes. <laughs> it would be truly, truly bad. Um, like I actually wish that I saw him in more stuff. He's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. He fucking kills it in this yeah. part, even though it's just not, not a, a good, good movie. No movie. Yeah. And that's the but, thing, uh, like, I wonder if, uh, like, if you were to, like, take the Star Trek bits out, rewrite it a bit into something a bit more of, like, an original sci-fi concept, or, like, like, there's something here that could totally work for, like I said, a TV movie, or maybe even another kind of feature, just not a Star Trek movie. I, I think that you could actually take certain bits of this story, and I, I think there's a good core idea mm-hmm. here and this is a good second draft of a film mm-hmm. yeah like a good like but i think that there's a lot of things that you could rework mm-hmm. tighten up 
fucking streamline, streamline yeah definitely and remove a lot of the and that's kind of the thing that yeah, that's the kind of thing that's most disappointing for me because like i said neat idea lots of kind of neat ideas but just not star trek just is not the venue for it yeah it just feels tonally off yeah. i guess but you know they have met gods before that's true and technically i mean you know to be fair they didn't even meet god god they just met another such kind of entity so yeah i mean those kinds of things do exist mm-hmm. it's it's been touched mm-hmm. upon so maybe to be fair maybe too. even on that angle it could have been worked out better but yeah i don't know yeah but uh we also get to see spock's pain which was being born yeah uh, he was born at a very young age, which is traumatic for a young person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and his, his father just looked at him and was like, yep, that's a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a baby. Uh, it's too human, though, which it doesn't make any sense because aside from the ears, which the kid had, there's not much fucking difference. Vulcan babies don't cry. Yeah, they <laughs> they're just, logical babies. They look, they look logically at their solution. They only poop on prime number days. <laughs> When it's most convenient, that's most logical. And also, apparently, Vulcans give birth in fucking caves. <laughs> yeah, well, there's some sort of a, like a priestess lady who just observes the birth. Or maybe that was just their house at the time. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, I it's don't know, man. Is, gets... is living in a cave the most logical place to yeah, live when it's on Vulcan. your weird-ass planet? Like, there's no buildings there i mean that i don't that kind of holds up though because every other time we see them build like i think they built into the mountains and shit so it's not as un uh reasonable i guess but yeah i don't know maybe it's a sacred it's a, cave it's like a logical mesa verde yeah yeah there you go yeah there we are um but yeah then spock having shared his pain has no reaction. Well, no, because he resolved his, he resolved his shit with his dad, so he's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Also, he does give more of the girl yeah. eyebrows. Well, Kirk's like, I refuse. My pain makes me who I am. Which again, again, that doesn't make any sense because none of the other people are like any different. They're just like, ah, I feel so much better, kind of deal. You know what I mean? Well, Kirk has to refuse. He has to be the the stalwart here. Mm-hmm. This was written by William Shatner oh, um, and directed. So um, I did think it's interesting, though, that uh, Bones and Spock don't defect. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, come well, on, that, we're going to go find God. Well, that's what made me like then really question. That's the point where I really questioned the whole brainwashing thing, because I was like, well, why is it McCoy going? And then it's like, I... I'm going to stay behind. Thanks for helping me resolve some shit, but I, I'm going to stay right here. Yeah. I gave him the beans. That's uh, it's my job. Bean guy. <laughs> Dr. Beans. <laughs> they don't call me Bones anymore. They just call me Beans. Oh, so yeah. They, uh, and he's like, oh, well, whatever. All three of you are going to the bridge. Uh, Kirk, you get to command because we're going through the big electric barrier. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess we need to have an actual starship captain. Which they didn't. Anybody could have sat in a fucking chair. Literally, like, 
all Kirk does is tell them, like, all right, guys, let's just do, do what's on the... Do what's normal. The manual. Let's just, you know, fly through the thing. All right, here we did it. Oh, as it turns out, it wasn't that big of a deal all along. It was just a big electric paint in the sky. Mm, that shut your shit looks... off for a while, then turn it back on. Yeah, it looks like paint being mixed. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool effect, but... Eh. Did not, not yeah. like... Anybody could have done it. It's a I, big to do about fucking nothing. Yeah, like, like there the was no ship struggle didn't even. even get hurt. It didn't no, even like nothing nearly happened. break apart. Like the bird of prey in the last one doing the slingshot around the sun, like things broke and things cracked and like it was like this is this is difficult. This was nothing. This was trivial. Yeah. This was like light Sunday sailing for the fucking Enterprise. Which, yeah, it, it really takes the wind out of your sails to just have it be like, the, the why are you building barrier. this up? This doesn't bury your shit. It's, it's a pretty shit barrier, yeah. if we're being honest. The great shit barrier. Uh, yeah, they just do that. And then in the middle there, past the barrier, like right beyond, is a planet. Yep. And on that planet, uh, the also looks nothing like nimbus three but blue mm -hmm. uh is, is where god's gonna yep. be uh, it also looks nothing like where bill and ted were killed or uh, where kirk fought the gorm absolutely i don't know uh but yeah scotty starts fixing the transporter he's gonna need that for a little bit later um and as they do that, Cybok just starts yelling, like for God, because mm. yeah, it's a it's a big planet. And that was the one thing they they start they do like a fake out where like nothing's gonna happen. Oh but yeah, I was like, yeah, they yeah they fly down on a transporter and mm -hmm. with McCoy and Kirk and Spock and Cybok and yeah they're in the big open like well at first they're flying and then like Spock's like I'm not controlling this anymore, which seems to lend credence to like. There's God there, and there's God in them. There, <laughs> yeah. There, there's there's God in the up there, and uh, and then they land, and then yeah, Cybok's like, "Yo, we're fucking here now," because he turned into Andrew Dice Clay, and oh, <laughs> bring the Lord over, and uh, nothing happens. Yeah, there's that fake out, and then all of a sudden, is the rocks form first? Is that what happens? I step from the ground, come rock tendrils, yeah. as I describe them. They're just rocks, and, and it makes a, a encircled area, and a, a big, like Zordon, yeah, Zordon fucking up. appears. Yeah, that's, I thought the same thing. Kirk, Dredo's attacked. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Give me four teenagers with attitude. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, God is just like, I can take whatever face I want. I can be this. I can be this. Or do you want me to be some dude with a beard? I think I am some, some dude, dude with, a with a beard. Is that more? I look like Zeus from Hercules now. I look like a demented Santa Claus. <laughs> what can I do for you children? Yeah. And, uh, Cybox is like, yes, we want your infinite wisdom. And it's like, well, how'd you get here? <laughs> oh, yes, we have a starship. A starship? Oh, a starship. You say. Huh. Well. Let me onto your starship. Bring it closer. 
Bring it to me. I need it. I drink it up. Uh, and then Kirk's like, well, what does God need with a starship? Yeah, he's like, and, uh, query, what would the Lord need with a starship? Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Kirk! Nobody <laughs> asked you! Who dares speak to me? And he, and he shoots him with electricity, yeah. and he's like, God damn it, Kirk! <laughs> I knew you'd fucking ask this question. I didn't even want to fucking deal with this, okay? Just put me under your fucking starship. Fuck! <laughs> yeah. And then Kirk's like, I ask again. Why are you... Don't you dare fucking start with me with your fucking asking about a starship. I just fucking need it, okay? Stop your questions! Yep. So basically, uh, God, quote unquote, we don't have a name for the entity. He's just God. God. Uh, yeah, turns out to be a fucking psychopath. Yeah, he's actually the devil. Then mm-hmm. it's like uh, a prison planet. Yeah, he's been entrapped there for however fucking millennia, and they have that. By who cares? Yeah, and for who cares? <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Great Barrier is supposed to ward people off successfully for all the fuck good that it does uh, people from discovering him. It's a big keep out sign, and everyone in the universe has just been like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. I don't like blue paint. Do you like blue paint? I don't like, no, I don't know. It looks looks pretty shocky out there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so... Yeah, God goes all fucking Emperor Palpatine and just starts shocking everybody yeah. that asks, like, uh, that does not want to let him onto the starship. And then uh, Cybok has the look of pure regret as he takes Cybok's face mm-hmm. and, like, does... So I don't know why this torments him so. Yeah, just takes his face and is like, you will let me onto your ship. And here's the th- I don't know if you noticed this. Did you notice Cybok's hair changes throughout the movie? Oh, it does, yeah. yeah. He goes from he has, short, like short it... hair to long, long hair to short, short hair to long, long hair. Uh, a lot. Uh, often, yeah. It's a big continuity error. Probably. Probably um, it is. Yeah. Yep. It's almost like this movie's not very good. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so Cybox like, "Well, tell me, God, share your pain with me." And then he just runs into the blueness. Yeah. And I guess dies. I don't know. They fire a photon torpedo at the blueness. Mm-hmm. At the blueness. The blueness. Yep. Aim for the blue, and then it's like <laughs> you're, you're, you're right on top of it, though. Hey, I don't care. For is gooch, <laughs> just and that's what they do. Uh, and uh, right then, the Klingons attack because mm-hmm. they also are going to go through the barrier. I told you, it's fucking easy. Anyone <laughs> yeah, can do it. Can just have to have the willpower to be like, let's try it. I guess you just have to, you know, decide that you're gonna do it. And then you yeah, do. Be like Shia LaBeouf. Saying exactly Just the Mississippi. I'm in the East Bank. I'm in the West Bank. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they fire a torpedo, but the 
just then it's time to beam up people and uh they only have enough power for two so kirk asks for them to beam up uh bones and spock Mm -hmm. and he's gonna face down god and the klingon on his own just as kirk should yep because he's just that cool and uh he's climbing and he's climbing and dodging the lightning bolts and then the klingon bird of prey comes in um as Spock has been negotiating with the general, he's just been pounding fucking beers mm-hmm. uh, the whole movie. Uh, and that general, uh, well, we find out, commands them to shoot at God. Yeah. And then they have a big party. I did like Spock's line at the at Cord where he was like, damn you, sir, you will try. Yeah, that was, cool that was cool. And yeah, we yeah. didn't mention it uh, as well, but that general dude was seemed like a washed up has been for the Klingon Empire. Uh, Kirk had mentioned that um, he had studied... His his tactics were required study at Starfleet Academy when Kirk was young. And then he hopes that he's not uh, washed up like General Kord. Yeah. And then it, and then Kord uses his influence to tell fucking Claw the Forgettable to save Kirk's ass and for, you know, say he's sorry. Yeah, I'm really sorry. That was not real rad of me. No, that's totally unradical. Uh, and then they have a big party. Yeah. With Romulan Hale, I guess. Yeah, for a post-God fight drink in cheese spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Starfleet charcuterie is second to none. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, Scotty gives some bourbon to General Cord, and he's like, I never thought I'd be drinking with a Klingon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chekhov and Sulu are checking out the muscular Klingon, and everyone's just laughing and having a good time. Yeah. And everyone forgot that they killed Cybok. <laughs> well, Spock remembers, but he doesn't really show any emotion. Of course he doesn't. He's <laughs> he just stays pretty logical about the whole affair. Besides, and, uh, it was his half brother, so you know, and he had never mentioned him at any point previously, uh, before, or since, or since. And I mean, uh, as the previous movie showed, we can just have a search for Cybok, and uh, we can bring him back. Oh yeah, they didn't do that because he's full Vulcan, so they didn't get his uh, whatever the hell. Yeah, spirit. they needed they needed to perform his uh, Katra Sutra. Yeah, they get his they get his Katra. Yeah, and. And then put it, you know, so they can bury him. His essence is lost, yeah. like tears in the rain. Yeah. He's seen things you wouldn't believe, like sea beams glittering in the dark near uh, Dan Hazard Gate. He's seen a three-tittied stripper. <laughs> three-tittied cat stripper. Uh, so uh, then Spock reminds him that Kirk was never going to die because he was never alone. They get more more booze. Mm-hmm. And we end where we begin at short leave at Yosemite and everyone's singing row, row, row your boat. Yeah, we end on fucking row, row, row your boat. Star Trek. (sighs) Yeah. This movie sucks. Yeah, this isn't great. This really is not great at all. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't like it. No, no, there's, I mean, the, again, the only thing that carries this is just watching Cybok. That's it. 
He's the only good part in the whole thing. Cybok, a character that sounds like a foot, like a shoe company, mm-hmm. or a rejected Mortal Kombat character, <laughs> yeah, is uh, is in fact one of the better parts of the movie. And uh, yeah, this is what nobody fucking this is never brought up or done anything with, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. They're just like fuck this. Yep. Which is fair, because yeah, fuck this. I mean, not not like a. Uh, harsh way because I feel like it's bad in an enjoyable way but it's not good. It's I can't like in good conscience recommend it to people. Yeah, I wasn't bored. Yeah. Uh so I'm going to I'm going to preface it by saying that um I was never bored but it's not good and I don't like it. But I was entertained. Yeah. Um yeah, so I hesitate to call this the worst of the series, but it's it's definitely it's pretty it's bad. Pretty, it's down there. It's pretty bad. Uh, it's gonna be hard to hard to top this piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, I uh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's mm. yeah. I guess you know it's not often though that you get up to the fifth movie of a franchise and you're like, that's the one where it really hit its stride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, part five was really where it all fucking came together. <laughs> where they really got it. Yeah, just fucking nailed it. But uh, here we are. So, I don't know, plug this bad boy into the ratings. Uh, I think, starting from the bottom for me, mm-hmm. we're still going to go, we're going to go one, five, three, four, and two. Okay. And so mine, starting from the top, are going to be 3, Wrath of Khan, Star Trek 4, Star Trek 5, and then the motion picture. Yeah, I, I still don't think the motion picture is going to get tapped. It's just that boring. It's, yeah, it's, it's unbearable. So... Like this, again, Lawrence Lukenbill saved, like if Lawrence Lukenbill was in the motion picture, it might be watchable because he gives it. But no, the motion picture is a boring, tedious pile of shit. I would rather watch this again three times before I watch fucking uh, motion picture. Yeah, this is uh, this isn't like I said. It's not good, but it I was a bore. It's not boring. No, it doesn't commit that egregious sin. It just has a lot of what the fuck moments and what were you thinking moments, and just not great acting yeah. and particularly not real inspired directing. It no. just seems very like standard the, in terms of shot composition it, it seems very by the numbers it feels like a television episode yeah. of a not very good tv show but like yeah that's what's frustrating to me is that i think there's a lot of good elements and i think with some refinement it could be good mm-hmm. but ugh, who wants to go do that yeah exactly so yeah i think uh well okay so we got big plans. <laughs> so after this one, uh, if my calculations are correct, mm-hmm. and it'd be embarrassing if they're not, oh, yeah. but here goes. Uh, there should be a Christmas episode right after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, on Christmas Day. We're releasing one. It has nothing to do with anything that we've talked about. In the British in tradition. In the British tradition, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to... Do, do we want to announce it? So no. It, we're, so that no. Okay. 
no, you 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 get to watch it on your own after we release it. That if would you be want. preferable for all involved. I feel like. Yeah, um, I don't even know if I'm gonna watch it before the episode. Re- <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we got that, and then we have uh, Star Trek Six, mm-hmm. which is the last of the OG set movies. Yeah. yeah the, well, with the original cast. Did we want to do Generations? I don't know if we decided I, yeah, if we're going to end know. on Generations. That's difficult because... It's, it's such a tweener. Yeah, is Generations <laughs> technically a next-gen movie? It is. It is a next, it is would, the bridging the gap. A I would say the then, let's just do it. Let's just honor that then. It'll just be in, it'll just be in the next-gen era. Okay, when we get to next gen and uh, the reboot, I'll, I think we'll probably pair those together. Yeah, we'll figure it out when we get there. But uh, yeah, we'll end on Star Trek Six then, and I think that brings us to the end of the year mm-hmm. uh, for Star Trek Six. And uh, yeah, then uh, by Star Trek Six, I'll figure out what I want to do for the next franchise. Yep. But and then yeah, we'll we figure will, it and out. then at some point we will return to Starfleet. Yeah, we're we're just gonna do the OG one, uh, just to sort of break it up and and kind of give more things a, a chance to shine. Yeah. And it's a good stopping spot for yeah, now, it is. It I'd makes say. sense, and we, you know we learned our lessons from Batman. There's just too much Batman. The bat broke yes, us. Yes, it did. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of the schedule, such as it is. Um, yeah. Well, well, we'll see you then Christmas Day. That's the next one, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, for Christmas. Christmas. All right. Uh, but until then, uh, I'm Devin. I'm Dayton. And thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Peace. Peace.